Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. WTF1 presents Hot Takes Wednesday. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Hot Takes Wednesday. If you're listening to this and thinking, that's not Dre, you would be right. Dre is still on a well-earned holiday. And if you're also thinking, well, that's not Hannah either, you would be right again because she's also on holiday. So you're stuck with me this week. I'm Charlie. Hopefully you recognise my voice or maybe even my laugh, which many of you pointed out on last week's episode. So thank you for that. But since my colleagues have completely deserted me, I have an extra special guest with, from our WTF1 talent programme who just happens to be an incredible content creator as well. Herlon, thank you so much for coming on the show this week and saving me from speaking to myself. Um, you guys at home may know him better as F1 Namchilla, but do you want to introduce yourself a little bit to our listeners and what kind of content you make? How did you get into F1? Yeah, first, thanks for the invitation. It's a pleasure. <laughs> to talk about Formula One always. Uh, for those who doesn't know me, um, from Brazil, I started to create content in 2022, actually 2021. And in 2022, I decided to do some wild stuff and travel around the world watching Formula One races. So, so far I've been to 22 races already. Wow. 16 different ones and some of them I just repeated so for example Silverstone is the, was the second time here Barcelona Monaco and some of the races I, I'm still pursuing pursuiting to 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 go and everything but yeah one of my goals is show to fans uh, which grandstand they can choose which race they can go which one is better than others. So uh, showing to the fans how it is from the fan perspective, being around of the track, uh, under the rain sometimes, <laughs> walking more than two kilometers to, to um, arrive to the track and how shuttle bus works, public transportations on weekend, on a race weekend and everything. So our purpose is showing experiences on motorsports. So uh, this year uh, as well, I I did some Formula E already in Sao Paulo yeah. and here in London. Uh, recently, I went to MotoGP in Silverstone. It was amazing, very different <laughs> atmosphere. And yeah, so we are trying to go to motorsport experiences, different categories to show fans how it is and everything. And it's been awesome so far, learning a lot with fans, you know, because on a grandstand, you can find the ones who start to follow Formula One from 2017, got in the drive to survive wave, but also you find the real nerds of Formula One that they know <laughs> everything from the past. And, and it's such a nice thing because you can learn with both sides and yeah. And they become friends, you know, because 
everyone likes pretty much the same thing and it's Formula One. So it's a little bit of my history. Have you been a fan? Have you been a fan of Formula One all your life or is it just like a recent thing? No, I've I remember my father waking me up uh, when I was five years old. I was born in 1991. So in that time when I was born, having Senna uh, winning and driving, I couldn't see him properly. I just saw on YouTube, on videos, but uh, I remember my father telling me stories about him, uh, other drivers. But I, the, the driver that I remember most is Schumacher. I saw pretty much <laughs> the Schumacher entire career. So... No, but yeah, I'm being fan since I was a kid, actually. Oh, lovely. Well, I am really excited to have someone new on the show this week because I love hearing other people's opinions on things. And I know Dre and Hannah so well, but every week I can almost bet what they're going to say now. So I'm really excited. But in case, as Dre always says, every podcast is someone's first so today's show is hot takes wednesday where you send in your spiciest f1 hot takes and we rate them on a scale of one to five one being that we strongly disagree and five being that we agree so are you ready to get started yes always ready (laughs) let's do it okay so the first hot take is from lazimuth and it says Mick Schumacher goes to Williams and has his career ended by Alex Albon. I'll say that again. Mick Schumacher goes to Williams and has his career ended by Alex Albon. That's quite an interesting take. Do you want to go first or do you want it me is, to take it? Is. Uh, uh, you can go first. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, firstly, I guess we're assuming that Logan Sargent gets replaced in 2024 um, which could be entirely fair but and there have been a lot of rumors surrounding this idea at the moment but I honestly I don't think that Logan has done too bad this season to warrant him not being given at least another year to see what he can do he is a rookie after all I think he isn't Logan is at an extreme disadvantage in that Alex has been driving exceptionally well he's been pushing that car so far past its limits that it shouldn't even be possible so I think in that sense he's making Logan look worse than he actually is but I can see where those rumors are coming from and why that could happen because of Mr Toto Wolf he does look after his drivers He did everything possible to get Esteban Ocon into F1. He did the same for Nick. He had a good relationship with George that was almost promised him that Mercedes seat. And now he's got Mick under his wing. He's also very good friends with James Vowles, who used to work with Mercedes. So I can, I don't know, I I do see it happening. But if that does happen, Alex, I think he will do better than Mick. And I th- and I do think that Mick is a brilliant driver as well. But I don't think that we've seen enough potential from Mick, really. Uh, I don't, I, from, from his time at Haas, I just don't, I'm not sure he's going to pull anything else out result-wise that Logan couldn't have done. Maybe, maybe just a tad better from having, you know, years under his belt in Formula One already. But... I also don't think that Alex is going to ruin Mick's career. It's not going to be like career ending if he goes against Alex Albon. But 
I, I, I also think that Alex could move on to another team, a midfield team, because he has, I mean, he should have a lot of people knocking at his door, considering the start of this season. He's done so well. So I don't know. It probably wouldn't be the best move for Mick, <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not convinced it would end his career. What do you think? Yeah, so my opinion is pretty much close to yours. Um, but first, let's imagine that uh, Mick will return to, to the grid next year. I don't know. As you said, Logan still have his contract. Rumors are saying that he will be out, but we never know how it works. But let's say that he lose his seat and then Mick comes because, as you said, these rumors have like some true behind because yeah. uh, the, the Toto is friend of the, the <laughs> Williams uh, chief. And, but I don't think as the guy, as how the name of the guy who sent the, the task one for us? Oh, his, his at was Laza Murph. <laughs> Laza Murph. As he said, I don't think uh, Album has the power or the talent necessary to end driver's career. I don't think is that the case. Um, in the other hand, I think Mick will drive as he was his last chance within the category. So I don't think he's gonna miss the chance or miss the opportunity to to like do bad again as he did in at Haas. So it might possibly see like Albon performing better than Mick for sure, because more experience and Albon is doing a really brilliant job, but not to end Mike's career. And the another point I like to, to bring is, uh, I think Alan Jones in the past said that nice guys don't win championships. And for me, Albon is embodies the image of the nice guy. What is a really nice thing, but to win championships, you must be more like Max Verstappen or Alonso side, you know? So that's why I don't think Albon has this power to end others' career. Others' career. So I don't... I think it's between one and five. I think it's one. I disagree. <laughs> I'm actually going to go with a three, I think. Uh, we call that sitting on the fence. <laughs> because... Ah, okay. And um, sit on the fence, yeah, because we oh, don't okay. want to pick a side, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> but I do believe that Mick could end up back in that seat, so that's like the the, the agree side of that. But oh, I don't know, maybe a two, maybe I'm gonna go with a two instead, actually. A two, okay. I'm not gonna sit yeah. on the fence, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I I agree. I don't think Alex has quite got it in him, that ferocious kind of attitude. Otherwise, he maybe could have brought that kind of attitude when he had his time at Red Bull. And exactly. So, yeah. Okay. You've convinced me. I'm going to go with the two as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But don't get me wrong. I think his, uh, his charisma and his personality is really, really oh, nice. He's a, such is. a nice dude. Everyone likes him. But I think some situations on Formula One, you must be the bad bad boy. I can maybe yeah. I can call it like that, yeah. like the bad boy in some situations. And I think he missed when you were in Red Bull. That's why I don't get this feeling that he will 
end others drivers career but i don't think also album is gonna stay at williams if he's still performing like that i think some some other team's gonna uh grab him i don't know yeah definitely i think i mean well i'm sure williams will want to keep him around especially now yeah yeah but um it depends if they can bring him a good enough car i suppose because he like i say he's driving he's driving beyond that car that car's limits so i guess we'll see on that one but where where I don't know if I can ask you something, but uh, where do you see album like driving in the future? Because the rumors were saying Ferrari, but I don't think album suits Ferrari and Ferrari don't suit album at all. But we never know. No, do you know, this was a take on last week's Hot Takes Wednesday, actually, about him going to Ferrari. And I said, I mean, it would be lovely. I'd love to see like, I'd love to see Alex in a top team again, because... I don't think he got quite the 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 fair chance when he went to Red Bull. He was, you know, he was still young. I don't think he was ready for it then. But I don't know. I could maybe like Alpine or something is probably his kind of like level at the moment. But it's just so difficult because how can you tell when he's in a Williams right now? Like it, it'd be interesting to see what he would do if that car was any faster <laughs> than it is yeah, yeah. but um yeah probably probably around alpine mark maybe mclaren although i'm a I... i'm a i'm a big mclaren fan so ah, I, okay yeah. <laughs> i would rather that driver lineup not change <laughs> at <Yeah>. the moment <laughs> yeah oscar is doing a really great job as well yeah it's hard it's hard to say i, ca I kind of see him at aston martin But yeah. I don't think Stroll, of course, is not gonna like that. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I kind of see like Alonso in an album, I think will be a good pair. But uh, yeah, it's really the chances are almost zero. <laughs> unfortunately, if, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it depends if Lawrence wants to fire his son or not, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, so the next take is from Kenny, and it reads: Max and Checo are driving different cars. I'll say it again: Max and Checo are driving different cars. You can go first on this one. <laughs> Ooh, this this one it's I'm gonna I'm gonna give. Uh, three for this one, and I'm gonna explain why. Oh, because we okay. never know what happens in the behind the scenes, inside the garage, inside the factories. But we know that Formula One is always knows about having cheeky stuff. Let's say that you know it's the information. Sometimes is it's very in a gray area and everything. So I don't agree, fully agree, but I don't fully disagree. So I'm going to stand in a fence, is the way that you said. Yeah, yeah sit on the fence. Yeah, because okay. Okay. I, honestly, I don't think the car is different. But I think, you know, the best mechanics, the best parts of the cars, the, the upgrades, always, always will come to the champion or who, or for the guy who is performing better it was always like that i like to remember uh in the past when i was uh younger watching rubens barrichello he's brazilian we love him i understand his career and he's he's really such a nice driver and 
in that time, if you if he wasn't driving uh, on the side of Schumacher, I think he could win at least one championship. But it was Schumacher. It was another level, you know. That doesn't make Rubens bad. It's just he was against one of the greatest. So I think Paris is pretty much the same scenario and is the same as Lewis and Bottas. But I think Bottas is 10 times worse than Paris and Rubens. But it's pretty much the same. Uh, and it makes so hard for the second driver trying to beat your teammate, knowing all these kind of things, knowing that, you know, the, the pit stops will be better. Uh, at, at, because at, the last one, actually, Perez got like a really nice one, but he couldn't uh, overtake Max. But yeah, I think every every piece of the puzzle will be better for the first uh, driver. So, yeah, it's really hard to say, but I don't think it's different cars. I think it's just the setup. Everyone knows that Red Bull uh, do the setup for Max, no matter who is driving uh, by his side. Uh, but yeah, I don't think it's a different car. I just think that all these ingredients make look like the car is different, but I don't think it is. It's just like a matter of um, picking who we are going to put the maximum effort to win a championship. So it's sad because we want to see more uh, wheel to wheel. But yeah, I, I think Paris didn't perform in the level for the team CA. Look, Paris can do a good job as well. It happened with uh, Vettel and Weber as well. Uh, Rubens and, Se and Schumi. And yeah, Bottas and, and Lewis. And yeah, the, I think the only case that it was the opposite was 2016, Rosberg and Lewis. But I think the retirement of Rosberg show us how Mercedes was choosing stuff inside the garage, you know. So he, and, he, and I think he did the, the good thing, you know. He was like, ah, I just won the championship. It was really hard. The mental game was tough. So I'm not going to stay in this team to have another year like that, trying to beat Lewis, Mercedes, and Toto Wolf. It was like three against one. So I think he just won one. And then he was like, oh, no, I'm done with it. It's my perspective about okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well... I kind of read this take as if it was going from a they are trying to purposefully sabotage Checo kind of point of view. And those are the kind of things that I just cannot buy into. I We've had all of these kind of conspiracies before in the past with Formula One. I remember there being a huge one between like Charles and Seb when they were both together at Ferrari. And we experienced it again, like not so long ago with like Lando and Daniel, where everyone was saying they were giving Daniel this awful car and that's why his performance was so bad. And I just don't believe that any team is purposefully sacrificing one of their drivers just to make, you know, their other driver look better or to make that one look bad. I don't know. I just don't buy it. F1 teams want to win. That's why they're there. Now, is that to say that, the cars aren't built around one of the drivers 
No, because they are, especially at Red Bull. That Red Bull is absolutely built around what Max needs um, as a driver. And Checo just has to learn to adapt to everything that they are throwing at him with that car. But I don't think there's any kind of like purposeful foul play or anything between the teams and the drivers. I just think that there's cars that suit other drivers. You know, we've seen it with like Daniel. He has admitted that that McLaren was set up in a way that he he couldn't use. It didn't suit his driving style. So I think that's just the way Red Bull work. They set everything around Max. Of course, he's their champion. And... You know, but even so, like uh, even between teams, no, like norm- normal teams will go <laughs> or normal teams. Um, the cars aren't like exactly the same anyway. If you want to adapt your car to your driver, like you said, said there's little minor changes, there's different setups. You know, they they adapt to what the the driver feels most comfortable with, which is exactly what practice sessions are for. Um, but an entirely different car, I'm not no. <laughs> I can't buy it. I can't do it. So I'm actually going to give that one. If we're looking at it from a sabotage kind of view, I'm going to give it a one because yeah, I just, I, I, I can't, I mean, that Red Bull can't hate <laughs> Checo that much. He's second in the championship. Like he's still up there regardless of whether he's had a couple of, you know, bad weeks and stuff and the gap isn't too large, but he is still P2 in the championship. So they have no reason to do anything like that. Um, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, I like to imagine as well, for example, let's say Aston Martin, that they don't have reasons to sabotage or change cars because one guy is the son of the owner of the team. <laughs> the other one is doing really, really great, uh, uh, getting podiums, getting points, uh, trying to be third on a championship as well. So it's a kind of situation that you can't imagine like Lawrence giving the updates, the upgrades and the best, the best tools for Lawrence instead of Alonso. I think in this situation, they are giving the same tools for each of the drivers. But of course, one is more huge talent (laughs) guy, two-time world champion. And the other one is just the rich dude who likes (laughs) driving around. So it's kind of another scenario, but it's pretty much the same logic. I don't think it's wise just give all the tools for one and the other. No, like Red Bull wouldn't do that because... I don't know if it, it. Let's say that Max get two or three DNFs by the end of the the year, and Paris doesn't score points or whatever or less. Mercedes or even Aston Martin can catch them catch them on a constructor championship. I don't think it's gonna happen, of course, but <laughs> it's a kind of uh, hypothetical situation. Yeah. No, it would give yeah, it would give their opponents a chance to snatch away those points and those podiums and wins and things. So yeah, exactly. 
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Okay, so the next one is from Lewis and it says 2023 has been the worst season in F1's modern history. I'll say that again. 2023 has been the worst season in F1's modern history. You said the name of the guy is Lewis. Lewis Hamilton Hamilton saying that for sure. Yeah, I did find that quite funny. So I'm going to go first because we get a take along these lines literally every single week from like the last, especially like the last, I don't know, three months. It's all just been that this season is awful. So I think people are bored, but I'm going to give quite a simple answer because I've answered it quite a lot. And then I'll put it to you because this kind of topic really fascinates me and I want to know what you think. Do I think that this is the worst season ever in modern history? No, I think there are a lot of things to celebrate, particularly if you're a Red Bull fan. And even as an F1 fan, I can appreciate how amazing of a job Red Bull have done to get that car as dominant as it is. It is amazing. I like seeing records be broken. That's what they're there for. But am I bored? Yes. I hate that word because, but I have realized this year that, I really need some kind of battle at the front of the field, whether that be for a win or at least podiums to, you know, for F1 to really excite me. I just, I need it. So I can understand why people think this is one of the worst seasons, but I'll hand it over to you for a fresh opinion. What do you think? (laughs) Uh, I think we can, like, how can I say? I can't, I I think we can debate in very different aspects of it but i kind of agree with you i'm big fan of formula one i don't like when i don't know the word so help me out here but i i don't like when only one team or only one guy is winning all the time uh dominance 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 yeah i don't like that i think it's very unhealthy for any sports in a world any sports because the word that you you used, it's boring. So boring is not good for any sport. But we must understand that that's the why I made a joke uh, that about Lewis, the guy saying the the, the take three. It's if it's, if if this kind of sentence is coming from Mercedes fans, it's a kind of you know, hey buddy, you you guys were winning the last <laughs> eight years, and you. Your guys are crying already. 
but I do understand. But in the other hand, we can't, uh, we can't like not appreciate the efforts that Red Bull did because before 2021, they were just seeing Toto Wolf and Lewis celebrating in every track in the end of the year. The, the big part it was on a Mercedes garage and they weren't crying. They were just working towards to beat them. And they did, but what makes... So now we can try to see from different perspective. We had 2021, it was like a unique season. I don't think you're gonna see something like that soon. And for those who follow Formula One from the past and not just 2017 until now, but from the past, we. We know that like dominance is, is a part of Formula One. So we had Ferrari, we had Red Bull in 2010 until 13. We saw Mercedes. I, I think we're gonna see Red Bull until 2005. But for me, I'm trying to see from different perspective as well, because let's say that uh, 2023 is without Max Verstappen. It's, it's a really nice championship. We're seeing Hamilton against Alonso again. In, this is such a nice thing. And you are seeing like Ferrari showing up in some races. So I think a part of Max and Perez doing what they are doing with this great car, I think we still have a championship. So we make a joke. So we are, we, we are watching two different uh, categories <laughs> on the season red bull formula one and formula one so try to watch <laughs> yeah. formula one you know like it's alonso is one point ahead of hamilton uh but leclerc and russell are tied i think signs and norris so i think this is still a, such a nice season i don't think it's worse than 2019 19 for me it was a really boring one uh it's and that's the thing. Uh, people say that, ah, but Hamilton was fighting against Bottas. Come on, guys. It wasn't <laughs> a fight. No way. No way. I, I like to say that some people don't agree, but I don't understand. I, Bottas was never a rival of Lewis. Never. The same way as you can see Paris trying to, but I don't think he's going to, to be as Hosberg did in 2016, or, yeah, uh, no, no, I, I I fully disagree with this one. I think it's one, <laughs> but it's boring, but no, I don't think it's, it's like in a boring level, it can beat 2019 or even 2020. I know that was the, it was a different season, just 17 races, I think, start pretty much in the middle of the year. But it was boring as well. It was pretty much only Hamilton winning. And yeah, 2019 and 20 for me was the, the, the worst ones. And I think, yeah, this, this is my, my opinion. Give back to you. <laughs> I, yeah, it's really, it's really funny for me. Like I, I mean, as a McLaren fan, I've got to enjoy the the small things that I've got to take the little achievements because at the beginning of this year, 
it was not fun. <laughs> it was not fun at all. But now over the last couple of, you know, the last couple of races, McLaren's upgrades are really doing their job and they're coming into the fight. So that's exciting for me. And there is a fight. There is a fight behind Red Bull. But I find it really difficult to to get excited about that. But I can see why people also do that as well. But I mean, it, this championship would be great. If if Red Bull wasn't involved, this championship would <laughs> yeah. be one of the best years, I think, because you'd have like, I mean, we would have had, what, f- three, four different winners from different teams. Like, it would have been insane. So, I mean, we can't just imagine that Red Bull aren't here because they are here. But you, I get, I get it. You can be excited for the things that are happening behind them as well. Um, I would probably give that. I'm going to give it a two, I think, because I, I I disagree. I don't think it is the worst ever. And it could probably be a lot worse as well. We yeah. could have no battles for like P2 or P3 or anything. Um, but I can't lie to myself and say that I haven't been bored at some point over this season. So, yeah, I'm going to go with a two. What about you? Yeah, and I, yeah, yeah, I think he's, no, I think he's one. But I think it's also it's kind of very unfair what FIA rumors are saying that they're gonna uh, give up of the DRS on um, practice uh, on qualifying. Actually. Qualifying. I yeah. don't think it's fair with for you know for fans and also for Red Bull who did a, such a nice job. It's not fair with Adrian Newey who spent hours and hours drawing the car you know like making the mats and everything so i think the other teams must work twice now trying to catch them and changing rules like in the middle i don't think is nice uh as a fan i think it would be good but i don't think it's fair you know i stick with my ethical and morality stuff i don't think it's fair because they did a hard uh they did a really good job hard work so i don't think it's fair but yeah it's i don't know yeah i it's feel a, the same about I'm those kind to, of things i'm trying to do the same as you trying to stick with the small things during a race you know like the alpines um aston martin craving for alonso win <laughs> one race this year will be amazing and the thing that I try to do now is like uh, uh, trying to wishing a DNF for Max will be amazing. <laughs> At least in one race. One, yeah. At least one. I hope he's in Brazil, you know, he, 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 <laughs> to see something different. Same as we saw last year when Russell won and Lewis scored second, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was amazing do you, atmosphere. This is going off off of the take a little bit but do you think that Red Bull are going to going to win every race this season or are you kind of holding out hope no I don't think they're going to win all their races it's going to blow fans mind but I don't think they will win every race this year I think at least one (laughs) something's going to happen something's going to happen and they they, you know yeah it's got to hasn't it yeah it's it's (laughs) too much too much, you know, I, I, at least one. So I think it's probably, I don't know, maybe Singapore is a really 
different track, different environment, maybe Singapore or I don't know, Vegas. Vegas is uh, the first time that we're gonna see the le in this last few years a race in Las Vegas. Of course, they had in the past, but now it's gonna be a different track, uh, different environment. So yeah. Yeah, I think Brazil, Japan, or Vegas can we can see something different. Brazil for sure because I don't know what happened in Brazil, but every time happens something different there. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping to see a different driver winning that race. I hope Alonso or I don't know maybe Lewis. But yeah, I want to to be honest. I want to see Alonso on a podium. Uh, one more time, like in the highest place. Let's see. It would be nice for the okay. sport and for him as well to keep him pushing even even more. Yeah. Well, I'll be hoping that it's Lando that picks up that win, but Lando, <laughs> Lando or Oscar. Can be Lando. Yeah. yeah. Either. Either one, I'll be happy. I think anyway, everyone's uh, like supporting whoever whoever can get a, 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 a win. <laughs> Everyone yeah. who can get a win, a part of Max, we're gonna celebrate. <laughs> Or Checo. I don't want another Checo win yeah. either. Yeah, no, no another Checo. Like, <laughs> a part of Red Bull drivers, whoever got like a, a win, we're gonna be very, very happy. Yeah. Okay. Our fourth take of the day is from Holly, and it says Max will get so bored of winning in a Red Bull that he will challenge himself by signing his next contract with a midfield team. That's a really fun take, but I'll say it again. Max will get so bored of winning in a Red Bull, he will challenge himself by signing his next contract with a midfield team. <laughs> okay. Really Do you want to go? One. Uh, uh, I like crazy ideas and wild stuff. <laughs> I think it would be nice, you know. I'm gonna give you five. I do agree, but yeah, it's a kind of a joke. I don't think we'll see that, but if it happened, it would be really nice, you know. Imagine like um, Max at Alpha Tauri with Ricardo and Tsunoda at Red Bull. Alongside of Paris would be like crazy stuff, but so I'm on it. But uh, I don't know. I think Max. Uh, I don't know if uh, the the greatest motorsport races are already done, like Le Mans. It's done, and Indy 500 as well. If it wasn't, and if I was Max with the championship already on his hands. I would go for one of these races and try to do something different for one race at least, you know, like I would miss one Formula One race to try a different um, ca category. And yeah, but I, yeah, it's, I don't think it's going to happen, but it would be really nice to see that. Yeah, I kind of thought the same. I, w I mean, I would love the idea of it happening, but I'd like I'd I'd also like to see him swap into an Alpha Tauri. Although they're not exactly a midfield team at the moment, are they? They're more like bottom of the grid team. But I don't know. Maybe into like an Alpine. Let's say have a swap with Esty Bestie. Let him go into the Red Bull, and we'll see what he can do in an Alpine. But realistically, it's not going to happen. 
Max has admitted before we broke up for the summer break that he's not actually really bored. He quite likes <laughs> going off and driving into the distance. And I think when he does eventually get bored, say this dominance keeps for, you know, until maybe like 2026, I think he'll just retire. He has he has kind of made made little comments about wanting to retire earlier than you'd think he would have. Um, he's mentioned about setting his own GT3 team up. He wants to expand on that. He loves endurance racing, as you said, the 24-hour. He loves sim racing. I just think he could go and expand his career into the things that he loves and that will offer him a new challenge in life rather than just go into a rubbish car and try and win from from sixth, eighth place or whatever. But hopefully it won't get to that point. And by the time that Max's contract does run out, he'll actually have some competition alongside him that will make him want to stay. And then we can have a good title fight again. But um, yeah, I'm going to give that one a, 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 a good one. I don't see it happening at all. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think I saw a guy on on my YouTube channel. Uh, he gave us a comment about Max. I think Max has the chance to be the best racing driver in the world if he goes to different uh, motorsport. For example, we had in the past Graham Hill who won the... the triple crown uh i think max has a chance to do exactly like that and i like to bring this to debate with fans that let's say schumacher and lewis has seven world championships seven world championships on formula one make them the best racing drivers in a row I don't think so. Make them the greatest, maybe, on Formula 1. But I think we must bring other drivers from different motorsports and check it out who is the best one. Because let's say, if you put like... That's why a lot of people like Alonso, because Alonso did really good things outside of Formula 1. He won Le Mans, I think, and he's just missing Indy 500 to get the uh the triple crown uh, triple crown yeah is the right name yeah yeah and i think max has the chance to do that if he wants and i think personally to me is gonna make him the best driver that we saw in the last i don't know 100 years or something like that because he, he has the talent he likes to he's a very curious guy about other uh, motorsports and yeah let's say that he won two more formula one championships like this year he's gonna win maybe next year in a easily way i think he's gonna give a shot at least for one one year or maybe he's gonna still driving for red bull but gonna try to do something different like le mans indy 500 i don't know he's going to miss some formula one races to do that i think i think that Really nice thing. I really want to see that, actually. It's something that it will blow my mind, seeing Max trying to achieve these kind of things. Maybe see him, uh, Alonso, Max, and <laughs> Luis at Le Mans. Imagine that. Yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I, I agree. I don't think 
I don't see Lewis when he retires from Formula One. I don't see him doing anything else motorsport wise. He's got so many other ventures, like you know his restaurants and he's got brand deals and everything. He's got so much going on that he. I just don't think he would. I don't know. I I think once he's done with motorsport, once he's done with Formula One, that will be it. But Max, as you said, he. I can see him, like I can just envision him in like Le Mans. He said he really wants to do it with his dad as well. He wants to run. He did say that IndyCar scared him a little bit. He wasn't sure on whether he wanted to do it, which is really funny because I think he'd be brilliant in IndyCar. I love Indy. So yeah, I think he'd be amazing in that. But yeah, so are you going to go with a one for that one as well? Uh. I like the idea, so I'm going to give five. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. (laughs) (laughs) okay okay so our last hot take from this episode is from bird based and it says points should go down to p20 and this person actually suggested that p1 you get 100 points and then all the way down to p20 you get one so i'll repeat the take again points should go down to p20 so i'm I'm gonna go first on this one because i actually i quite i quite like this idea I have always been one of those fans that haven't overly cared about the technicalities of points and things like that. You know, I just kind of, I go into like a race and I just enjoy the racing. I just enjoy the motorsport and whatever the rules are, as long as they're followed, I don't care kind of thing. It's just kind of, I don't don't mind. But after watching the last two years of F1 and progressively getting more into IndyCar over the past five years or so, I can absolutely see an argument for points being all the way down the grid. Do I think they should be as extreme as this person suggested? No, because in F1's current state, that would mean that Max would probably end up with like 2,400 points (laughs) at the end of the season. Um, But I think how IndyCar have their point system is just spot on. You get a point for pole position, you get a point to any driver who's led a lap. And then if you finish P1, you get 50. And then it goes all the way down to to five points for last place. It's spread out like that field is just spread out so evenly. And it makes the championship so much more exciting because people are, everybody is getting a point at some, like, you know, even like you get to 10th in Formula One, you get one point. What does one point like do? Whereas in India, you get five for finishing last. Like, I think I I just love it. And if we're going to continue this cycle of domination, changing the rules and then get more domination and then changing the rules again, which is what Formula One is, there is absolutely no harm in trying out a new point system. Everyone keeps talking about, like we said earlier, about getting excited for the midfield battles. But imagine if they were fighting for more than just one point and they were getting like, so I, I, I think it would be, it would be so much closer. It, that, that field would be amazing if they were all fighting for, I don't know, five to 20 points or something each race. So yeah, I bring it on. I want it to happen. I'd love it. What about you? Uh, look, honestly, I've never thought about that. Uh, I, I've, I don't know. I'm very open-minded guy, so if they want to try it, I'm gonna watch it and see. Uh, but 
I, I can't say if it's gonna work or not, you know, it's, it, I think Formula One is trying a lot of different things. So I think they should give a go or I don't know, maybe, for example, uh, why not giving a, a point for the best lap on practice, for example. I think some of the, the guys in the back of the field is gonna try to go for a, a fastest lap on Friday, for example, to score one point, to trying to beat each other in the back of the grid is something that they should try. Uh, points go down to P20, I think is a nice thing as well, but I'm, I'm gonna stick with you. I don't think it must be like 100 points or <laughs> it's way too much, but I think, yeah, trying to split the points in a fair way to the last one get one point, I don't know, two. But yeah, I think something, they should try different stuff for sure. I saw as well, I think was David Croft saying in a, in a Sky Sports podcast that they, he want to see a kind of different uh, uh, championship on the sprint races. And oh, I yeah. think it's a, such a nice idea as well, you know, like two different, uh, uh, like competitions in one and yeah I think it would be nice as well I think some of the drivers in the back can go for that ones and yeah something like that some some of the ideas some of the fans ideas comes with a lot of emotions only <laughs> because they want to see something different but sometimes doesn't make any sense because we must think properly but I think this one kind of, I think should give a shot. Try at least, you know. So I'm going to go with four. I don't fully agree because I couldn't see the full image of it. But I'm going to go with four. Close to full, fully agreement. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with four as well. Because as much as I agree that I think it would be great to try, I'm not going to, you know, riot if nothing does get changed or they don't do anything about it, it, it would be nice to test out. Sure. But if it stays the same, it stays the same. I'm not too, too fussed really. Um, and actually on that, I, this just came to my head as well. If, if Max had 2,400 points, let's just imagine that for a second, because we were, I was writing about this today for WTF one, <clears throat> their super license, like a driver's super license, they pay a, 10,400 euro fee plus 2,400 euros for every point scored in the previous season. So Max's super license for 2023 costs like almost a million. He had to pay 1 million basically to, to have to race this year. Whereas Piastri, Hulkenberg and Logan Sargent only had to pay 10,400 because that was just like the base rate. So if he had 2,400 points, he would be paying about 5 million, almost 6 million, just to race the next year. He's going to sell his jet to drive. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if, um, I mean, I don't know if Red Bull actually pay that, that super license fee. Some of them have like contract negotiations where they don't pay for the, for the super license but but i can't imagine red bull would want to pay almost six million euros either <laughs> for him to race so um yeah 
I mean, as well, talking about sprint races, just for an, uh, an extra opinion, what do you think about sprint races? Do you like them? I like I like it, but I, I think FIA and Formula One, they should try to... It's, it's a nice thing, but I think they should try to change a little bit. I don't know if format or the timing of it, like when should be hosted on Friday, I think. I think, as Croft said, I think must be on Friday, like Saturday and Sunday, like qualify, uh, one practice for qualify and qualify and then race on Sunday. I think in the past was like that. And like on Friday, and kind of new event, like one practice, or oh, sorry, one sprint qualify and then sprint race, uh, make as a new new um, championship of sprints, give some rewards for the, the teams, you know, extra money by the end of the year, or I don't know, I don't know. I like when the sports trying to do fair stuff. For example, NFL, NBA, the last ones, uh got the first pick on a draft something like that uh and i think it's a really nice system for them works a lot because they can get the talents for the next year so you know new talent for their teams i think formula one should try to do something like that you know like for example red bull should have uh, just crazy idea but less timing on practice we uh ha, who, who is the last alpha tari right alpha tari should get more time uh on free practice for example something like that trying to just not in a unfair way but trying to change a little bit to be more equal i don't know i i, I would like to see the, their formula one trying at least ah let's try try is not a problem for the fans you know guys we tried it didn't work. You guys saw on TV. So we're not going to go for that. So we're going to try something different now. And so on. I think it's it's people are too afraid to try new things. And most of the fans want to see them trying different stuff. So, yeah. It, this is my view of it, actually. I think they should... I like Sprint, actually. But I think they just change a little bit some some of it i am not the hugest fan of them because i don't think that they really gain anything from them so if we were going to keep with the sprints i would like to see a reverse grid yeah it's a good idea yeah. too yeah it's really a good idea. i would i just want them to try it like just yeah. try it and let us see what if it works but it's almost as if they don't want it to work <laughs> so they won't try it because they don't actually want to go down that route but I think it will get to a point. So many fans ask for a reverse grid. Like, just give it to us. Yeah. <laughs> we just want to see. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Some of some of the fans want to see refuel as well. They want to see a lot of wild stuff again. Some It's part of FIA and Formula One filter these ideas. And I bet they have even more ideas than the fans. It's part of their job filter it. And see what suits and what is not gonna work. But at least they should try. So 
I don't know if they do a sprint race on Fridays as a unique event separate from the Formula One main race. They, I think they should try reverse grid and all these kind of things, you know. But yeah, let's see what's gonna happen in the future. I think I like to say to my friends that Formula One now is like um, a TV, a famous TV show. For example, Game of Thrones. For example, <laughs> every season we had something different and wild. Yeah. Same as Lost. Do you remember Lost from... Oh, the... I loved Lost. I loved <laughs> Lost. And look, that's the thing. Formula One is trying to do something like that. You know, every season they're going to put some new ingredient. So now we have the hype of Audi being on Formula One. We saw Ford having an agreement with Red Bull. I think in September they're going to figure it out if the 11th and maybe... It's yeah. 12 theme on a grid yeah possibly. so they're gonna keep this hype you know this kind of ingredients to make you to watch next season so i think it's a nice thing but also i think they should try to do something during the season as well as like the tv shows that we like it you know because now is in the hands of the americans and one thing would you i don't know if you like or not but one thing we can't say they know how to put a show in everything that they touch. So I think it's Formula One is forward to that too. And they are, I think, until now, doing a great job. Of course, some things I do not agree, but until now, it's it's been nice, actually. It's, re it's really cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is everything that we have time for on this week's episode of Hot Takes Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining me this week. You made my You're first welcome. experience hosting <laughs> a podcast very easy. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, of course. And you did uh, such a nice job. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's really hard for me, you know, because English is not my first language, yeah. but I, you helped me a lot, you know, and thank you very much. I, I hope everyone likes and thank you for the invitation yeah i was honestly quite nervous but i really enjoyed that as well and we hope you guys at home listening did too we will be back next week to discuss more of your spicy takes and dre will finally be back as well but until then goodbye bye With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.